be dangerous. <laughs> Man, how's it going with you? Pretty good. It's going all right. How about you? Doing good. I just got back today from Maine. Wow. Traveling around the fucking country, man. Yeah, we we uh, had to stop over in uh, JFK, and then nice. yeah, it was a long fucking day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not only that, on the way out there, we flew uh, Friday afternoon, and our flight got to Detroit. And the way the layover schedule was, it was about a thirty-minute chance for us to catch the flight. We were delayed, of course. They kept saying we had a chance to catch it. Yeah. Us and a handful of other people were just sprinting like maniacs, you know, at like nine <laughs> o'clock at night. At Detroit Airport. <laughs> Through Detroit. Oh. <laughs> uh, we get to the terminal. It's a ghost town, dude. There isn't even the lady like clearing the paperwork. The flight never existed. Yeah. <laughs> it never existed. I think they canceled it. I'm almost convinced. And I've told this to other people and they said I was actually completely correct. That that's what happens is they very commonly just cancel the flight and don't do anything about it. And they literally there actually never was a flight. I don't think there was. I'm not kidding. They don't. Ha- we actually didn't think you'd be stupid enough to book it. That's uh, right. That's well, us, us and 12 other you, people. Actually. No. So I think because there were just so few people, they just moved resources to other flights. And, you know, there's oh, a huge shortage of pilots wow. and stewardesses. So they figured we're uh, and I'm not kidding without a like it took. F- very few seconds. They were all prepared. They um, were like uh, ready at the Delta checkout counter, and they were just they set us all up hotels, tickets for wow. the next day. Everything was ready to go. It, it was it was planned. They knew what yeah. they were. You know, they they screwed us. <laughs> they totally fucked our timing. So then we had to fly the next morning out of Detroit, and we got to uh, the wedding about two hours before the wedding, and changed for the wedding. The worst part is you had to spend a night in Detroit. Who's going to pay you for the time that that took off of your life? Just it was <laughs> The water? <laughs> you know, you have lead in your body right now. Yeah, I'm dying very quickly right now. Do you right feel now. the heavy metals in your bloodstream right now? I felt a severe mental deep. like retardation take over me about 24 hours yeah, later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're about as smart as a Detroit person. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You feel for some reason you felt the need to uh, mortgage your house to buy Jordans. I don't know. Just... <laughs> so uh, we were stuck there. We got to Maine, and this wedding was in Bath, Maine, which is just outside Brunswick. Uh, Gorgeous, be right outside shower. You know, yes, or right below it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Just south the shower. <laughs> And uh, dad joke. That was good. I was waiting for it. I left it open for you. Trust me, I made several. <laughs> nice layup. That was a nice layup. Hey, you know, I don't know if I'm clean enough for this town. <laughs> so, uh, the wedding dude was at this guy's parents' private, like, residence that has, like, a lake. <laughs> <laughs> like just rolling hills. I mean, this guy's super loaded, man. It was nuts where they lived, and uh, the wedding was outrageous. I mean, it was full on, very professional. They had three legit, like professional bands, three perform at this thing. Wow! It went till like one o'clock, two a.m. It was awesome. Wow! And then we woke up at eight a.m. or seven o'clock, and uh, got to the airport and flew back out for another five hours of flying. <laughs> That's so shitty. Yeah. You can't get a direct flight to Maine from Denver? We couldn't get one. I don't know what was going on. I'm going to chalk it up to uh, we either waited too late or, um, you know, Port- Portland, Maine is the smallest airport I've ever been to. Really? Oh, my God, dude. I, there was no line to go through security. <laughs> yeah. You just, like, walk in through the door up to security. <laughs> Dude, when we went to uh, the Middle East, we stopped at uh, Bangor, Maine. It was the, <laughs> it was the last stop before you hit the Atlantic. Wow, uh, to fuel up, you know, Bangor, Maine. And it was like one runway. Yeah, you're right. No security. Weird. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, 
Isn't that weird coming like is you you're just like me, dude. We come from a place where like the small airport is midway. <laughs> right. I mean? That's very correct, actually. And uh the funny you bring up midway. At this wedding, we were talking uh airport stuff because um our flight situation was the talk of the wedding with a lot of people. Because we yeah, I'm missed sure everybody had the same problem. Well, we we were the only one we missed all these events on Friday that we were trying to get to. We got fucked out of the whole the whole weekend by this flight. <laughs> you have no idea. It, like it literally ruined our weekend. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you missed all the activities. You were just there for the actual wedding, and then yeah, we missed everything. It was really awful, and I blame Delta. <laughs> but uh, the airlines. Yeah, well, so uh, the wedding was just kick ass, man, and there were all these crazy people there. They had, like, a professional bathroom set up, you know, like, one of those trailers with the actual, like, bathrooms, and they were nice. Oh. Yeah, it was really fancy, man. Super fancy, like, different cars, like, um, food truck type things, but in, like, a bar, and it was, it was spectacular. Really, really great time. But this bathroom, dude, for some reason, they designed it to have two women stalls and one man. Hmm. Which was strange because there were just always a line of dudes waiting to go piss. Yeah. And then dudes just started using the chick <clears throat> bathroom. Well, you figure that's going to happen. Yeah. Or just pissing on the trailer, like, up and behind it. You know? Yeah, that, that luckily didn't start happening. But, <laughs> but, it's uh, funny because you would th- you'd think you need that ratio because women take longer to pee. But, like, one or two women are in there the same amount of time, right? Yeah, men are men are very fast to pee, very long to poop, so it averages out to the same amount per. Well, I don't know how many guys are dropping trow and shitting at the wedding because most more people... than you more than you think. <laughs> I think that's you, Mike. I think you're just always dude, a <laughs> dude. You're four hours away from the wedding. The stomach's growling. You're like, I'm gonna have. A, I'm just gonna have a snack at Wendy's, you know. And then, of course, you go to your go-to double cheeseburger. And by the time the wedding hits, you gotta poop. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Frank, what kind of an American are you? Uh, you know, the problem is, Frank, you're not stuffing your face every four hours like a good American. <laughs> you're you're one of those Denver pussies that eats two meals a day, you know. Yeah, you're right something wrong with me <laughs> yeah come on we're the only animal in the world we need food every four hours <laughs> like a like a full three-course meal every four hours that's what we need <laughs> so this bathroom fascinated me i gotta i'm you're gonna find out why i, I was obsessed it. you're gonna love yeah. this this is what was the best part about it so <clears throat> the groom has a cousin of his a uh young man with long brown hair and a full man beard and he was wearing a lipstick and a dress like a flower flowery dress you know he he wore a nice dress to this wedding and um you know the lipstick with the beard around the lips it's a little jarring like you're you know, like you're you know what you're looking you're making at. a mockery of the whole thing <laughs> something's going on here but right. i didn't judge i don't judge mike uh, and i'm nice to I'm everybody judging. anyways i'm I'm, st- I'm standing at line in line right next to this guy that i used to know for to, a few years every plumber you walk by is judging i'm just letting you know <laughs> everybody's judging we're judging so every real man is judging. Me and this guy are standing in line at the bathroom, and we're, it's us and a few other dudes. And the women's rooms are open. And I turned to him and I said, hey, "That guy in the dress is a genius. He's got free pass to the extra bathroom." <laughs> right? I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, I was like, that guy's a genius. He knew what he was getting into. He uh, slapped on a little ruse. Did you just look at him while you were in line? Like, well played. <laughs> well played, sir. He was standing. <laughs> or ma'am. He was standing. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, hey, Mike, get it right. Watch those pronouns, buddy. <laughs> Lady fella, I've never been more jealous. <laughs> you know, and I was a little sauced. I had, the drinks had kicked in. Um... I can admit it's possible I did say lady fella even in that moment. But... <laughs> I'm sure you did, dude. I th- I'm pretty sure I said that lady fella in the dress. 
bearded lady fella in the dress. He's on to something lady. here. He knew what he was get, you know, doing. Anyways, uh, I thought it was kind of a funny joke, timely, you know, uh, made sense, and I wasn't ripping on the guy in the dress. I was just kind of commenting on our bathroom situation. Uh, the guy didn't find it very funny. The guy in the dress? No, the guy I was making the joke to did not find uh. it very funny at all and was just like, oh, you know... Uh, He's actually a really cool guy or person, or I don't even know. I see, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I, I was like, oh that, man, I was like, ah. and I you know, honestly, that, and I just kind of, uh, I just kind of shrugged and um, <clears throat> I went into the women's bathroom and pissed. He's not a cool guy. You want to know how I know he's not a cool guy? Because I just made a joke and you had, to, you felt the need to defend him. You know who's really a cool guy? My buddy Tom. You never have to defend him. <laughs> You know, you know exactly what where he wants. Who he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's a cool guy. This thing that you're defending is—I don't know. Oh come on! We're in line. They stupidly gave the two bathrooms to the chicks and one to well, the guys. The We're all you're come in, on. You're in line for the men's room, and they're in, and you're refusing to use the women's bathroom because you guys know the difference between a man and a woman. Correct. So clearly, just by standing in line, you're admitting the difference between a man and a woman. Well, I'll try to defend the fact that this man might be a woman. That's right. Like, wh- yeah. wh- what are you guys doing here? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was funny. He didn't like it. <laughs> Great joke, Frank. Guy, uh, you just proved the left has no sense of humor. That's, and that's where I'm at with this. They just can't find anything funny anymore. Uh, like, come on. Here's the thing, right? If the whole, I'm, a, if, okay, if a transgender woman was a real woman, you'd be able to make whatever joke you want, and it would just be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it would be true. Just like you can make any joke you want about a white man and everybody's like, oh, you know, and it's funny because it's true. In fact, if you watch commercials now, the white man is the butt of every joke in every commercial. He's the idiot. Well, if not, you, you can't offend the AAIP, the POC, the GCD, you know what I mean? Like, Mike, at this every, point, just say EFG. H I J K and the L M N O P. Just throw it all in there, dude. Have you seen that new uh, movie on Netflix? It's a uh, Marky Mark and um, the little black dude. What the fuck's his name? Oh no, I have no idea. The little black comedian, dude. Oh, um, Is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's really, dude. The best. The best part of the movie is a side character, Andrew Santino. So fucking funny. One of the funniest people ever. He makes a little. He's like a, another kid's dad. So funny. And it's uh, really funny. Yeah, dude. First off, terrible fucking movie. These people cannot make movies nowadays. Second off, it's number. It's the movie, number one comedy movie. in America. What's up? It's the number one comedy in America. Yeah, Frank. It's called. Uh, uh, you talking about me time? Me time. Dude, there's a scene where Mark Wahlberg's like the free, you know, free spirited single guy. Right. right. Yeah. Kevin Hart's like he married, he settled down, got married, had kids. They're like friends from childhood, you know. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Mark Wahlberg calls Kevin Hart, and the li- Kevin Hart's kids pick up on the iPad, FaceTime, you know. Okay. And in this scene, he's talking about something. I, I forgot what. It was. Oh, a donkey show. I don't know. He's a talking about something show? they did in Mexico. <laughs> Something they did in Mexico a long time ago, you know, it's like yeah. a joke. And he spells out the word penis, right? And here's the here's the here's where I, they lost me. And this is like 15 minutes into the movie, right? Kevin Hart's little girl <laughs> says, "What's a penis?" And Kevin Hart says something, and then the little girl goes, "Do I have a penis?" <laughs> and he's supposed to be her dad, right? He says, "No, honey." Well, if you do want one one day, I guess, if you decide one day you do have one, you can't get one. But we'll talk, it's like, why is that even in this movie? <laughs> That's really bizarre. What the fuck did you, what did you just say? And why is that in this movie? Why is that line in this movie? It was so out of place that it's the only line I got from the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you can... If you decide, he's like, if you decide one day you have a penis, you can have one. But we'll, and then he's like, well, we'll get into that later. It's complicated. You're like, why is that even in there? Well, that would explain why it has a whopping eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 
What's up? Oh, you cut out there, man. What happened? Oh, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. What has 8%? Me time. By the critics? Yeah. Eight? Eight. Like zero eight. That's the that's the number. <laughs> no, they don't they don't go that low. Yeah, eight percent. Thirty uh audience score is thirty two percent. This might be the first movie the audience and the critics actually agree on. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? That's pretty incredible. Dude, unwatchable. Most unwatchable, most dumbest movie I've seen. Mike, even the critics are saying it's unwatchable. That's pretty amazing. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, I don't think I've ever agreed with them. I thought they would love it because it was like, you know, uh, what's the little guy's name? Kevin Hart's wife is like a black female who's like the the breadwinner, you know? That's all the movies now. They're all the same. I'm sure, what, Mark Wahlberg, is he the idiot? Oh, best part is, yeah, of course. He's a white guy, too. Come on, of course. Let's see. He's the white guy who has no clue. Right? Chris, Chris Wilson. Oh, no. Chris Rock. Not Chris Rock. What the fuck's that kid's name? <laughs> I saw Chris Wilson. <laughs> What's his Kevin Hart is more forgettable than Chris Wilson. That's yeah. how bad it is. <laughs> Kevin Hart. That's who you're thinking of. <laughs> That's, you're, Kevin Hart, you're so, unfor, you're so forgettable that you made me think of Chris Rock. And then that made me think of a guy who just joined the chat. <laughs> But man, that's uh, uh, that's a terrible movie. Yeah, and then Marky Mark, another dude. That was the other reason thing I noticed. Marky Mark does this whole scene where he's naked. He's at a nude beach. Oh, of Everybody's course. Naked. Oh, of course. He only does the butt shot. No cock shot. Oh I'm my god. You, small dick. He can't do the cock shot. No cock shot. <laughs> no cock shot, dude. Small dick. Wow, that's your theory. I know you're sticking with it. Oh, I'm sticking with it, dude. That guy has that small dick energy. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm actually, dude, like, the more and more I, like, the more I go through life, I'm starting to think the guys with the bigger, biggest bellies, like, the most out-of-shape guys have the biggest cocks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, but we could roll with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look at Ron Jeremy. Come on. Uh, yeah, this is true. He is the hedgehog. Everybody knows that. And uh, you know that 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 dude who's on the edge of the bed. That picture that went around the internet. Yes, that black dude. Oh, we he all know that. Huge, yes. He has a huge gut. You yeah, know? that's true. It's because he got the big cock. That's br- brings him in. You don't need the six pack. You <laughs> know, <laughs> Marky Mark's trying to distract you. Don't go below the six pack. Stare at the six pack. <laughs> 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 Me, I get naked. I know you're not looking at the gut. <laughs> so then you're suggesting, and based on this, on you know your theory here, uh, why do you think all Italians are fat? Eight cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese sumo wrestlers, big cocks of the Asians. Well, Frank, come on. And uh, what about Rob Reiner? Well, he likes big cocks, so it fits. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mike, your boy was on Bill Maher this weekend. Did, did you see that? I was able to squeeze it in on the flight, believe it or not. It was very exciting to watch. I got you a clip. Oh, dude, that's your boy, man. Don't even say it, dude. That's, that's your, your guy right there. Who, Robbie? Yeah. Ever, ever since I saw him in Stand By Me. Oh my God. If, if you go to this guy's Twitter, he still has a His picture is him in Stand By Me. You're like, dude, that movie is 40 years old, bro. Have you done anything since? Like, come Mike, on. He's man. very busy tweeting about Trump, okay? He's obsessed with Jan 6, Trump, Mar a Lago, okay? So obsessed. So <laughs> obsessed with January 6th. He, yeah, he and lives his, in his January whole, 6th. His whole theory is we need to get rid of all the Republicans so that the Democrats have all control, and then that way we save democracy. Because we can only save democracy by having only my party in charge. Seems fair. Legit, <laughs> legit and fair. 
<laughs> it can only be a fair democracy if I impose everything, you know what I mean? All of my ideals on everybody, including rural America. Yeah, yeah. you oh, do God. what our side says, you shut up, you wear your mask, and stay in your house, sheep. That's what they want us to do. That's their whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right, let's do it up. This is uh, Bill Maher uh, with some Rob Reiner, and uh, they're talking conspiracy theorists. So he's saying it's okay to have a conspiracy to get rid of somebody as bad as Trump. It's a little bit of a thorny question because once you go down this road, this is sort of where we are in this country. The other side is so evil, anything is justified in preventing them from taking office. Is it? No, no. You know what's not justified? Using armed violence to try to kill people in the Capitol. That's not justified. Answer this question. What is he talking about? Is it? Ashley Babbitt's the only one who got shot. She's the only one that got shot. I don't get this argument. Yeah, I do, I do give Bill Maher credit for at least posing the question. Because I think he is one of the, he's the only really person on the left that's actually saying, Listen, I agree with you, Donald Trump. And I don't, you know, I don't agree with him, but he's saying Donald Trump is the worst, most evil thing that happened to democracy. Right. But we can't lose our morals. You know what I mean? We can't lose our, our minds over lose, this. Yeah. It, you can't burn the Constitution exactly. to get rid of this one man because then you've just burned the fucking Constitution. So, you know. Yeah. And, and you guys are already saying Ron DeSantis is worse than Trump. Okay, so if you went this far with Trump, what the fuck are you going to do for Ron? Right. And, and I'm old enough to remember when George Bush Jr. was Hitler. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that's so right. So I'm starting to notice a pattern here. I don't really think these people are Hitler. I think they're just conservative. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. you don't like them. Exactly. That's right. You're right on the money, actually. Was it, answer this question. What is was the it question? The question is, was, was it press? appropriate to bury the Hunter Biden? You're talking about the press doing the, that? He's saying that's what they did. and that He can't handle the Hunter Biden stuff. He can't. The, you, you can't bring it up. Everyone on the left can't handle it. They're, it's just uh, it's a nut job conspiracy theory to them. That's it. Yeah. Even though it's been admitted I, by no, the New York Times. I, love, I, think you're, I think it's about to happen where, like, he can't accept the truth. Like, Bill Maher's, like, giving him the truth. Yeah. They admitted this happened. And yes. he's like, what? They admitted it? He sounds like hey, a... you idiot. <laughs> Stop watching some MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> I think, actually, Bill Maher even says that about it. That's so funny, dude. Is what they did. Yeah. They buried the Hunter Biden story before the election because they were like, we can't risk having the election thrown to Trump. We'll tell them after the election. And, and we know for a fact that that's what they did? Of course. You no, don't but follow I mean, this. Saying you gotta... know for a fact that that's what they did? I don't know what they did. I know, because you only watch MSNBC. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, yes, God! Yes. I freaking love Bill. that. I love that so I much. I love you, Bill. Oh, I love you, Bill. That's a beautiful own on Mr. Rob Ryan. It really is. <laughs> Well, you're acting I like do, you know. I do. I do. Stop, 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 oh, I gotta say, as much as we shit on Bill Maher, notice how we both watch him every week. Yeah. This is, Bill, this is what does keep people bringing back. And CNN, take note, he's pushing back on his own side. He brought in a guy who couldn't be more on his side of the political aisle, and he's pushing back. This is what people want to see. Yeah, and Rob I, Reiner. Yeah, exactly. You just look like a fool because you're an idiot. On you're, you're you're backing an unwinnable. You're taking an unwinnable stance. Yeah, he's, you know the, the anyone backing anything COVID, anything Jan sixth, anything that was pushed narrative wise by legacy media over the last five years, you should let it go. Otherwise, you're going to be made a fool over the next coming five. <laughs> I guarantee. Here's the it. thing: you came on Bill Maher thinking he was going to be just an ally, right? That's and that's what part. happened is you weren't ready to actually back up what you're fucking saying. Exactly. And now you can't. Exactly. So I do give Bill a lot of, you know, we shit on him. We got to give him credit when it's due. And I give him 
so much credit for this interview. Yeah, it's uh, I was very uh the whole episode was really fun to watch actually. He had Klobuchar on and he kind yeah, of uh Klobuchar. you know, he kind of held her to it for a few uh topics and stuff and the Democrats just they're flailing and stumbling over their words. They sound like liars and they their party is now backed by such unpopular positions. And the woke movement is the worst of it all. And Rob Reiner you are, in my mind, one. You're on the Mount Rushmore of the woke, of wokeism. You're right. Oh, dude, yeah. So you represent this. Yeah, you you're you right. represent everything that the voters it's right a- now are going to go out in November and vote against and vote out. If AOC's uh, Washington, dude, Rob Reiner's definitely Lincoln. <laughs> that's right. You know. Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, let's uh, finish this hey, one sorry. off here. No, no, it's all right, man. This show is called Tangent, by the way, for anyone is, uh, that's new to listening. Call it, we call it We tangent. don't ride the curve. We just touch it. <laughs> that's right. I know you don't get that joke. I've said it a few times. Mike, it's a, it's a good joke. <laughs> but the joke. point is... You ever heard Tangent uh, yeah, yeah. to the line? Mike, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a certified uh, moron. I created the show <laughs> Dude Man Podcast. That's as far as my vocabulary goes, sir. We're going to prove now that they... The show's called Tangent, in case you need to find the distance of the hypotenuse. (laughs) That's for you geometry folks. (laughs) Oh, that's that's good stuff, hey. That's why we we do this, man. It's for our geometry fans out there. Uh, You know how many there are. You never know. We got at least two on right now, I guarantee you. All right, let's do this up. uh, Tangent. Something about the curve. 15 days to flatten, I believe. Here, right, here we go. <laughs> the, the press uh, played, you know, tried to... They're admitting it. They're, the press is a, admitting it. Yes, that's not even an issue anymore. Did you hear? He's like, the press are admitting it. Like, he doesn't believe that the New York Times, something no, he often cites, is, has admitted that this laptop exists, the story is real, and it was suppressed purposefully in order to help Joe Biden have an advantage in the election. Frank, I got a question for you. Yeah. This is a serious question. All right. How can you, I don't blame Ron Reiner, right, at all. Because he he reads the Washington, you know, he reads all these mainstream media, right? For sure. He watches CNN. So how is he going to find out that they admitted it when they're admitting it on page eight? Oh, yes. Good call. Right, the Hunter Biden story was a Russian hoax. That was on the front page. <laughs> right. So he read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, absolutely. But the retraction and the admission that was on page eighteen in the small little paragraph that nobody saw. Good call. And not only that, Rob Reiner, he strikes me as a headline reader. You know, he read oh. he reads the headline. He doesn't read yeah. the article. He's too busy. He's busy tweeting about how angry the headline made him. See, he's what we uh, used to call in the army a mouth breather. Yes. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you just brought that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they're good and bad. They're bad because you literally have to tell them to close their mouth when they're breathing. <laughs> yeah. But they're good because they will literally do whatever you tell them, like go on Twitter all day and just <laughs> just, <laughs> just preach talking points. <laughs> wow. So good and bad. You need mouth breathers, Frank. Those are really what make up the bottom levels of the military. Wow. And society, dude. Today, uh, when we were getting on the tram to leave the airport terminal, you know, it's like a monorail type thing. And it says gates closing, you know, and it's this door that closes. This guy, he was mouth breathing. I made I made note of it. Uh, he stood directly in the path of the doorway, did not move. <laughs> he did not move an inch. He did not, like, attempt to move. The doors closed on him and then bounced off, right? And you would think, like, okay, he's now been alerted to the fact. No, he didn't move again. He did not move again, Mike. And then the doors reclosed on this moronic imbecile. Dude, it was unbelievable. And we, we just wanted to get home. <laughs> why did he do this to us and then because he did it twice the doors locked and they like did oh, this yeah. delay thing and it took oh, forever an emergency this. Frank, we got a retard on the oh, train we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like have you ever been have you been to menards recently 
It's been a long time. Did you go to Menards? They got like the long, it's not an escalator, but it's like a moving walkway that slopes up, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like a moving walkway that slopes up. And when you're on the way down, dude, it's like halfway down now, there's signs. Walkway ending soon. And then there's more signs. <laughs> Walkway about to end. Watch your step. And then they literally put a thing over the exit. Like, walkway is ending. And now there's even a screen, a TV, that's like showing a person falling no. as they hit the ledge. <laughs> no. right? and, it, and all I can think is every time I'm there is like, <laughs> okay. Obviously, one person tripped, so you put up the sign. Yeah, that's right. And then another person tripped, and you're like, all right, we got to put up a sign halfway up. <laughs> all right, another person tripped. Well, let's just put up this giant sign right over the... All right, I guess another person... We'll put up a monitor. <laughs> you didn't invest in the TV. We painted it yellow. <laughs> put up a sign. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to hire like a guard to stand there to instruct people. They're like, no, keep walking. Keep walking, folks. No, the worst keep part walking. is, dude, I always thought to myself, like, is this, isn't this an overkill? And then the other day, I saw these two girls talking, and they tripped. Both of them fell. Wow. And then all these people came to help. And all I could think is, like, at what point are we just like, okay, <laughs> no more warnings. You're a mouth breather. We're just going to let you go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. can't marshmallow this world enough that's what i'm for you <laughs> the second time the doors closed on the guy we should have been able to kick him off the tram just one oh, kick in the oh, gut there should have been a man off. there with a <laughs> rifle just executed on site you are too stupid for society you get three strikes <laughs> <laughs> actually now that i think about it, the door should have three like two pressure settings right yeah oh wow where the first two are, you. the first two are normal where it opens back up the third one is the death strike yeah if you're the, in the way still we're just cutting that face right off wow it's just spikes and just, just yeah oh my god <laughs> Literally, well that's what i was thinking with your walkway story instead of the signs they should have like uh you know burn pits following the sides or something or you know some yeah. sort of like spike system i'm thinking more of like out of a cartoon and uh Although, yeah. there should be a, like a pressure system at the bottom where if it feels your hand hit the ground because you fell like that's it you just get injected with like a poisonous syrup. oh my here. god this is crazy you are uh are you a eugenicist what's going on here? I like, yeah, yeah really yeah, going we, down that route man far. yeah wow you must be buddy with the uh, old uh klaus uh schwabi over there that's what you got that's what bill maher and all you guys got that's what rob reiner makes me think of is like yeah we need to <laughs> that's right Right, let's finish it off with Rob. <laughs> They're saying yes. We basically did this because hard to we talk about Rob without ending the, the conversation at eugenics. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Something about that fat slob of a man. Just, you know? Well, I'm sure he's boosted, so he's almost there. No doubt. That's true. Yes. I don't know that they've all said this, and I I believe I, I, I believe strongly well, the New York in the Times First definitely did. My dad was a reporter. I believe in it, and I think you have to uh, you have to make sure that you're treating people fairly. <laughs> I but I think Rob's point here is that we are dealing um, with a man who used to be the president right now, who literally tried to lead an armed insurrection. What? I know. That's I know so mind blowing. I can't. Believe She's holding office right now. Like, I can't believe that's oh, a narrative I... that elected officials are actually perpetrating. Or, uh, you know, it's a lie. Yeah, it's crazy. That is the big lie. Wow. Now, honestly, yeah, you right. know how that they call the, the big lie, lie yes. the stolen election? That's turning out to be more true than anything because now there's proof that you guys pushed social media to kick people off. You know what I mean? And pressured them. I, I mean, no, this that's... is the big lie. Yeah, you're right. Crazy. The big yeah. lie. Well, that's all I got. That was Robbie Boy and little Klobuchar oh, there. You didn't, I thought you were going to clip the part where he said, uh, he like opened it up with this, like, he ran out, you know, obviously he ran out of breath because he can't <laughs> to breathe. That's right. He's still <laughs> swallowing his sandwich from earlier. It was literally like, hey, Rob, good to see you. How you doing? Well, not good because Joe Biden has done this, 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 and this, and he's the greatest president. He's oh, done more yeah, than I anybody has <laughs> ever done in the history of America. And that's where he lost it. <laughs> no, I did I did see that part. 
<laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That was the very beginning, actually, when he introduced rap. That's all they're doing. He, they're claiming that he is the most accomplished president in history. He well, has done more than any other president. They absolutely have to because, Mike, we've been talking about, dude, midterms literally around the corner. Like, we're talking 10 weeks, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah. We're less than 90 days for sure. It's crazy. So they had to do something. We know that's why they did the freaking um, student bailout debt relief, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buying all those votes. And uh, we were speculating on how good, it, uh, like, what kind of an effect it would have. And I was actually pretty surprised. And this is also, uh, I've got a clip here from CNN, maybe? Anyways, uh... Joe Biden, his approval, it's back up, man. Meanwhile, Emerson College released some new national polling just moments ago. In a potential MSNBC. 2024 rematch, President Biden holds a one-point edge over former President Trump, leading 43 to 42%. That is a statistical tie. 8% plan to vote for someone else, and 6% are undecided. Since last month, Trump has lost a couple of points, while Biden has gained three points. All of that, though, within the margin of error. Congre congressional Republicans, meanwhile, hold on yeah. to a one-point lead over congressional Democrats on the generic ballot, 45% to 44%. That is unchanged from July. And the poll finds President Biden with 42% job approval, 51% of Americans disapprove in this poll, reflecting a two-point increase in the president's approval and a two-point decrease in his disapproval since last month. Also, according to a Gallup poll released yesterday, 44% of American adults approve of the job Biden is doing as president. That's up from a record low of 38% in July. The increase driven largely by independent voters whose approval rose from 31% last month to 40% now. The president gets the highest marks in his handling of the coronavirus crisis and the environment, while his lowest approval comes on issues like abortion, and the economy, oh. something to keep in mind. Yeah. President Obama also had a 44% approval rate at this point in his presidency. Democrats lost 63 House seats the following election in what President Obama called a shellac. Oh, uh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Crunch time for the edit team, but uh, shellacking. <laughs> Production crew. <laughs> Production. Production. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're thinking that with this boost, they're going to hold the House. Yeah. It's crazy. Gain in, the, gain in the Senate. I, I keep hearing it. They think they're going to gain two seats. I think that's nutty, man. Where are they coming up with that? Well, his approval went up. They think the Roe v. Wade. I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I think Roe v. Wade was a big gain for the Democrats. But I think that whole gain was just demolished by your college college relief shit i feel like the college relief thing was a huge dud for a lot of people actually yeah i think you pissed off more people than the <laughs> yeah. abortion thing did yeah and why is that i mean are we talking because college debt relief really affects a small percentage of the population when we really think about it again it's a numbers game right like what was it 20 million americans got relief from this thing well, 40 out of million, 40 million out of 340 million Americans, that's really not that many Americans. 10%, yeah, 12%. Well, yeah, so, I mean, right. in reality, it doesn't seem like a lot of people got helped out by this. And it kind of seems like there are even poorer people who get nothing. Or oh, yeah. I think it pissed people off when you set that price point, that salary... Or I mean, the household income at like two fifty. That's pretty outrageous. You know why that number really? Uh, you know what that number is really funny? Because <laughs> the the house members only get like one fifty. Interesting, right? Yeah. So that means you all are voting for this. Everybody under one twenty five needs help, dude. You're saying you make one hundred fifty a year, and you're you're just above poor. Yeah, wow, that's we're so just disconnected. Humble, we're just humble servants, and we only make one, you know, we make one. <laughs> oh, my God, you're right, dude. You're, right? Yeah, that's so nuts. We're humble civil servants, Frank, and we make 175. So if you only make 125, I can't, 
Frank, how are you going to accumulate a hundred million in ten years? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Yeah, that's an amazing they, perspective. They literally think they're on the verge of poor. Wow. And it, I, we go. We keep going back to it. The problem. <laughs> You know what the problem they, they're having right now is the Republicans kind of never hid who they were, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mitch McConnell will look you right in the eyes and say, huh. I don't want to give you a break. I want to give a tax break that will, you'll get a benefit, but it will mostly benefit the very rich, and that shit will trickle down to you and jobs and all that, right? Yeah. Whereas the Democrats are like, no, Frank, we're here for you. <laughs> we're here for the poor. You know, all the poor people making only 125000 a year? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Like, if you, if you live 45 minutes outside of Bath, Maine, and you make $125,000 a year, do you need a $10,000 relief for your student loans? I don't really think so. <laughs> You're a millionaire out there. Probably. <laughs> Basically, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. The the the, they really expose themselves when they put that limit at one hundred and twenty five thousand. Two fifty for a household. Like that's it. I don't think they realize how few people make two fifty in a household. Not yeah, not many Americans, Mike, and also you know. Come on, again, we're talking 10%. Of, this goes back to the COVID stuff and numbers. People aren't, like, really, I think, processing, like, there are people who never went to college who are cheering this on. Yeah, that's incredible. What are you doing? Yeah. You're getting nothing out of this. Who's it really benefiting? I mean, there's no way this benefits society. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, no, nah, dude. It's funny we keep going back to this uh, student loan thing. It, I think it really irked both of us, but it irked a lot of people in many different ways, and it, it kind of was a deep cut, you know. Yeah. Depending on how you, depending on your life situation and how you grew up, or what you chose to do, or whether or not you wanted to be a slave to the financial system, right? You chose a certain path, and. Now you just got a freebie from Joe Biden, and so his uh, approval numbers are up uh, 4%. No, no, but here's, I think here's what bothers me so much is these are the people. These are the people that sold you the lie that you have to go to college. You're like, yeah, Frank, you have to. It's the only way to get ahead, exactly. right? Yes. And then you believe their lie, and then now they're relieving you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I agree that the biggest problem with the college system is... Man, the problem like a degree used to mean something. You know what I mean? Like you had a college degree that meant something, but then you guys just decided to send everybody to college, and now that degree doesn't mean shit. That's right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. There's too many people. I can't tell you how many guys we have that are rotting sewer lines right now (laughs) with business degrees. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, I Mike, I'm a big bar scene guy, and I worked in bars for many years. Um, you know how many people have a communication degree? Communicate, yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, so you could go flip burgers in a bar, dude. Of course. It, what, what kills me is they say like, you know, when you give tax breaks to the rich and or the corporations and everything, that's what they're comparing it to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but if I if you give a tax break to a corporation, they're gonna there's a good chance that they're, they're gonna put a lot of that money into R and D, maybe even hire more people. Right. This kid is a fucking idiot who just made bad decisions his whole life. And now you're gonna relieve his debt. He's just gonna continue to make bad decisions. Very you true. Know? And he's always gonna expect the government to either bail him out or if they don't, he'll go and vote for the person that does and that will, get yes. those people into power. And then you have what we have now, which is a bunch of woke morons uh, printing money and collapsing the economy and giving away handouts and freebies left and right to the yeah. people who probably yeah. need it the least, honestly. 
The people who have this college debt relief who want it, they're the same people that want free health care. That's right. You know, yeah. I mean? like you guys just don't want to work. You don't want to pay <laughs> yes. off your debts. Yes. You don't want to pay for your own health care. You don't want to pay for sh- You just want to do whatever you want to do. Yes. It's insane. Pretty amazing. That's where we're at. And they're doing all of this, obviously, to boost the approval num- uh, r- ratings. And uh, the midterms are around the corner, Mike. And they're desperate, dude. I think they're desperate. Do you know how desperate they are? How desperate. Former President Obama is helping to fundraise for some of the people who work inside that building. Senate Democrats. Axios reports Obama and Senator Gary Peters, who's chair of the Democratic Senatorial <laughs> Campaign Committee, will meet for a conversation in New York City early next month. General admission starts at $25,000 a ticket. What? Nothing like appealing to the everyday blue-collar guy. It's an uphill battle to maintain those majorities, (laughs) slim though they are in both chambers. $25,000 a ticket. What the fuck, dude? Do you know how much a pair of uh, Michael Jordans cost for uh, Big Mike's feet, Mike? Come on, dude. You got to... <laughs> talking like a size 14 here. <laughs> Do you guys have a woman's 19? <laughs> Barry's got to make some money. <laughs> He's got a big boy to feed back home, all right? a very large glass slipper for that (laughs) (laughs) the glass slipper for her feet is what caused the silica shortage (laughs) (laughs) oh man man yeah you're right dude jordan's for a for a woman that big they're expensive (laughs) (laughs) well uh so barry's back dude i think this is exciting stuff man $25,000. $25,000. Yeah. It's good how stuff. M- how many Americans have $25,000 in their savings? Right. You know what I mean? That's a great question. Honestly, probably very few. I would love to know. You know, how long does it take you to save 25000 Right? Yeah. Years. Maybe even decades. Absolutely. Oh, God. That's what I mean, dude. We're dealing with people now at the top that just, they have no idea. <laughs> you guys think 125000 is nothing, and people are, are raising families on forty. Yeah. That's crazy. And Barry Sotero, he's giving away uh, tickets to his little dine-in for 25 Gs, man. It's amazing to me. Wow. Just so he can drum up support and make some money for a few senators that are falling behind in their <laughs> And that's what's crazy. You campaigns. guys need to call a guy who was president six years ago. Not the guy who's president right now. Right? Yeah. No, they're all staying away from Biden. They don't want him campaigning for him. No? No. Why not? He's toxic, even with the 44%. Forty-two <laughs> percent, whatever it is. There's no way those numbers are real. I don't trust it's any of that real. stuff. They, no. I don't think anything has worked for the Democrats. Like uh, Amy Klobuchar sounded kind of retarded on uh, Bill Maher on Friday. Honestly, I she sounds like uh, she's existing in another world. In my opinion, I I find that nobody is in support of the Biden administration at this point. Even just locally. I, I never, like, this is what they don't understand. Is I go house to house, dude. I'm, all, I'm in the public, right? Yeah. I never hear about January 6th until one of you fucking Democrats go on Bill Maher or go on the news. 
Like nobody in real life cares about January sixth or is talking about it. No, nobody. No, and it literally got brought up like a hundred times on Bill Maher between uh, Rob Reiner and uh, Klobuchar. Oh, yeah. They, oh, he led the deadly insurrection, <laughs> yeah. dude. Stop worrying about Trump and start worrying about what your fucking party is going to do. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Do something, man. Come on, you guys are. I don't know, you're becoming the party of this, like, extreme, we're going to trans your kids, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And now it's coming out that you guys were pressuring uh, the heads of Twitter and Facebook, you know? Yeah. Did you see that Zuckerberg on uh, Joe Rogan? No, I can't believe that happened. What was, (laughs) why did that happen? (laughs) I can't believe he went out. You know where that happened? They think they're smarter than Joe Rogan. Really? Yeah, and all he did was ask Joe Rogan questions like the meathead he is, because what you were saying didn't make sense. And when he finally got you into a corner, you answered it. And now it makes sense, but it turns out it is the worst thing. (laughs) Everything every conspiracy theorist was saying turned out to be true. You were asked by the White House to suppress the Hunter Biden story, and you did. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty you wild. Guys, you guys are so far out of touch with reality that you need to shut down anybody who disagrees with you. Otherwise, people follow. It's so bad, people are following Ted Cruz. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you guys have lost so bad, Brian Stelter's getting canceled, and Ted Cruz has a hit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh, uh, you should have seen Uncle Frank today, man, when we told him about Stelter. What? Uh... He, he hadn't heard about that. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was laughing so hard. He's like, because Nona told him he can't, like, she was laughing about it, and then he was dying. He's like, they canceled the show? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, but he's still on the network, right? And I'm like, nah, they fired him. He's totally, yeah. he couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he's a Fox News guy. He watches Fox News. That's right. Yeah. It's funny to see these guys now. They were the high horse, you know, all through COVID, past two years. It is amazing. They had a mandate, as Nancy Pelosi proclaimed, when they swept the election cycle. And, man, they look look where, we at, where we're at now, man. Like, two years later, the country is just in the toilet, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really nuts. And uh, by the way, um, I'm seeing commercials now. Uh, like uh, I saw a white family on a com- on a commercial <laughs> recently. No. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, they were being racist. I don't know. Well, it was Golf <laughs> Channel. It was the Golf Channel. So uh, you know, just keep you know, sit, take with that what you will. But I'm starting to sense that there's a cultural shift happening, and that they went too hard, too fast, and that's why the green energy stuff isn't. Uh, you know, working anymore. Uh, the climate change narrative has disappeared off the face of the earth. It's unbelievable. Did you see this yeah. week there were four different thousand-year floods in the country? No, I didn't see that. One was in Dallas. Did you see the stuff in Dallas, like all the no. flooding? Yeah, flooding. There's flooding everywhere. Uh we talked about this on the show right after they did the heat wave and scared everyone with heat waves, but there wasn't really any kind of significant heat wave compared to previous years that we've had. And so uh, I was telling you, dude, they're going to ramp up the harp machine. They're going to start uh, formulating those uh, fake clouds and they're going to start dumping water on places, flash floods, and they're going to, they're going to, they're gonna make some climate change happen, one way or another. We're talking about the there's a flood in Pakistan that killed a thousand people, or I guess. I don't know. Oh, there were like three floods throughout the country. Like uh, there was one in Kentucky again, and uh, Georgia, I think. Uh, I could be wrong on that last one. I just like to make stuff up sometimes, but yeah, yeah I'm telling you, <laughs> there, was, there were some thousand yeah, year floods. So I feel like one place, you know, Boulder had theirs. Uh, what was it, you know, nine or ten years ago, I I see, okay, I, I can understand one happening here and there, but, you know, four in the span of a month, seems like you guys are trying to push a narrative here. 
Yeah, for sure. And it feels and feels like the heat. Yeah, nobody cares because flooding happens, heat waves happen. Have it. I feel like uh, the climate change thing is gone. Yeah, I think you're you're having a hard time selling it. You're still getting like the young people, like the twenty year olds and everything. But right. The problem is you guys went so hard in the nineties and the two thousands that anybody in their thirties is like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember you said it was going to end. You know. 10 years ago. I don't know. That's right. But that climate change movie, what the fuck was that called? Oh, The Inconvenient Truth, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Very scary. It should be called The Inconvenient Political Career. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. You know what's funny? When it comes to Jan 6th, Trump, election result deniers and all that, dude, the original denier of election results is Al Gore. Yeah, oh yeah. He kicked off this whole firestorm in uh, 2000. Nah, dude, they always do. All of them have. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to forget that Hillary Clinton protested the 2016 election up until the 2020 election. That's right. She was still in court. That is right. It. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> that is actually nuts. Still fighting it in court when the next election is occurring? Yeah. That's bonkers. <laughs> he was always called the illegitimate president by all those fucking people on the left, you know? That's right. And then now you can't say that about Joe Biden. That's pretty interesting. Oh, freak, you don't want to be a domestic terrorist? <laughs> That's right. Right? Mike, slap some horns on me and uh, give me a podium. Oh, I'm about to storm the Capitol. I mean, dude, this guy was, he was elected in the, in the most fair and secure, 100% safe election. Like, <laughs> That's right. There was no fraud at all. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then we can preemptively say no fraud in this election. So if the Republicans sweep coming up, or if, a, like, let's say Trump or DeSantis wins in 2020 to 2024, are we going to get people on the left saying it was stolen? Well, for sure, because that could only happen in a in a, a rich election that was stolen. I can't. I can't. Frank, wait. I don't know if you know this, but America is all democratic. It's all dem. I mean, they're all democrats. You're right. And everybody believes in the democrats, and everybody believes in them. I mean, do you hear the dude? The, the one thing that kills me about like uh, when I listen to the Daily Wire versus these super left wing media is. Like Amy Goodwin, Amy uh, Good, whatever her everything she says, right, is, and the Democrats are passing this bill, which is overwhelmingly supported by all Americans, <laughs> right? Yeah, everything they do is overwhelmingly by a vast majority. It's always just supported by all Americans, and then you you go you turn to uh like the Ben Shapiro show, right? And he's like, yeah, Texas, Florida passed this bill. It's uh. 62% of Americans agree with it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I could, agree, I, I, I could believe 62%, right? Yeah. But overwhelmingly, a majority of Americans don't believe anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. And it's like the bubbles they live in, then they bring it to the news, where anytime I listen to left-wing podcasts, the way they talk about it is like, I can't believe they overturned Roe v. Wade, which is overwhelmingly supported by all Americans. Like, <laughs> no. If it was, you know, I don't know. Roe v. Wade is a really weird one. They still <clears throat> propped it up. I think even in the clip we were listening to earlier with his approval, they mentioned it as being, did you catch that, yeah. his, one of his lowest ratings? They think, no, they think that's what's going to win them the midterms. Because there's, a, there's been these special elections where there's been overwhelming turnout for the abortion votes, like that one in Kansas. You wow. know, like that thing in Kansas, more people voted, like people literally showed up just to vote for that abortion law. Right. Wow. More people voted for the law than voted for the people running. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So they think that, but... I think you're going to have a hard time in the midterms because you're doing these on special elections where you're able to devote resources in time, you know, and really motivate this small area to go out and vote. Yeah. 
you know? No, I agree. I think they're just motivating tiny little sectors. <clears throat> I, I think it's uh, silly. And I, I find it funny that Bill Maher and company are constantly going back to these little issues that seem childish. <clears throat> Jan 6th is so funny to me because I think that Jan 6th uh, committee thing literally ruined Liz Cheney's career. Oh, absolutely. And Although, dude, no, our, our mom said it today. Our mom said it this morning. Because she did the same thing Dad did to me a couple of weeks ago, where she goes, Mike, I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, centr- I'm a centrist. She goes, I like Republicans when they have good Republicans, like Liz Cheney. I think she's a great Republican. She, and I was like, yeah, like you only like her because she followed the Democrats in prosecuting a Republican. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. <laughs> The, the way she was propped up as a hero it's like saying, is so bizarre. It's like saying, no, I don't hate all witches. I love that one witch who helped us prosecute the other four witches. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that one witch who told us about the other witches. She's a good witch, you know? They were asking her questions, uh, like if she was contemplating a run in 2024 for president. And all this stuff, it's like, like, how do you guys think she has all this support? The Jan 6th committee thing was total bull, and it was a, a bust for you guys as far as uh, what ratings and getting people interested in the topic. I don't think it did what it, they intended it to do, which, I don't know. I believe they wanted to get people talking about Trump constantly. And yeah, no, it's a failure, dude. Liz Cheney's a failure. It's amazing. You know, uh... You know what's you know what blows my mind too is mom said it too without dad wasn't even there which was so funny because he said it a couple of weeks ago and I go name one person other than Cheney she goes well, what what about uh what about Kasich oh God. wow what happened they to both Kasich like Kasich and Cheney you know what I realized you know what I found out about a month ago he has a podcast wow do you know who Kasich has a podcast with I can't wait. Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show. What? Yes. And their whole thing about this podcast is he's a Republican and he's a Democrat and they're talking in the middle. But the problem is Kasich isn't a Republican. He's he's a Democrat. (laughs) That's right. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And here's my line in the sand, right? I, I try to explain this to people. Don't tell me you're an independent. Don't tell me you're in the middle, right? If you voted for Biden, but you can admit right now that he failed and this is a fucked up, he failed as a president, right? Yeah. Then you can tell me you're an independent. If you voted for Biden and you tell me he's doing a great job, you're a Democrat. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with Trump. Don't tell me you're an independent, but you like Trump. Like, no, he did things wrong, too. And he wasn't an angel, right? <laughs> like, like true, if you, true centrists... If they voted for Biden, they can admit that he's did, he did a terrible job and not what they expected, right? Yeah. And at the same time, true centrists who voted for Trump in 2020 don't want him to run in 2024. That, yes, that's very correct. If you want him yeah. to run in 2024, you're, you're a right-wing Republican. You're a MAGA man or woman. You're, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking it's going to be our guy DeSantis, but we'll see. <laughs> Death Santis, right? Death Santis. They haven't said that in a while, huh? Yeah, well, he didn't kill nearly as many old people in uh, old folks' homes as uh, Cuomo, so they had to... <laughs> Death Cuomo? Yeah, Death Cuomo. <laughs> Death Cuomo seems a little more correct. <laughs> right, before we go to break, we do have to have a... Now that I brought up Florida, we have to have a moment for silence for the, uh, the great Florida Bama Shore got canceled. Great show. Great show. Wow. All right. Sorry yeah, to hear it's about a tra- that. Tragic day in American history when uh, you won't see these dumb guidos on the Florida beach anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I literally found out this was a show. I, I don't even know what you're from talking the about. the article of them announcing it got canceled. That's have beautiful. you heard about their show? No, I have no idea what you're talking Dude, about. Dude, it's called Florida Bama Show. Florida. Florida Bama show. Okay. 
Florida Bama Shore. Oh, okay, sure. Florida, Florida Bama Shore, or something like I don't know. It's like the border of Alabama and Florida. Sure, and they're they going like for like a Jersey Shore sliver. kind of thing. Yeah, so they meet on that little sliver of the Gulf. All right. And, and apparently, it's like a apparently it's like the Jersey Shore show, but in the Florida Bama border. Man, I am sold. How I've been like we could have been. How did you miss it for nine years? Frankly, you missed nine it. years. Oh my god. I couldn't believe it. Dude. I couldn't. I don't know if it was nine years. I forgot what it was. It's like huh. seven or eight, dude. It was. It's been on way longer than you would ever imagine. <laughs> no way. I'm... Oh yeah, dude. You gotta look it up. It was on forever, and I literally just found out about it from an article saying that it got canceled. Like people wow. were crying about it. Yeah. Wow, that's sad. Sad day. Sad day for the podcast. No doubt. Could have talked about it oh, many yeah. times. We could always revisit it. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Because when I first saw the article, I was like, th- dude, you ever see that show, uh, Firefly? Is it Firefly? Uh, I have seen Firefly, yeah. Is that the one where like, the crew in the spaceship? Yes. The recovery? That's oh, right. Oh, man. Because at first when I saw it, I was like, maybe it's one of those where like it got canceled after two seasons. Right. But it, was, it was a cult hit. Yes. No, nah, dude, this thing was on for like a decade. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great show, that Firefly. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, Is that what it was called? Yeah, I think I think so. And it was also made in a movie. Then they made the movie. And, uh, yeah. Serenity. Serenity. Was yeah. I believe it was, was the, Joss the, Whedon, Joe Whedon, or whatever. I don't know how to say the guy's name, but he did the first yeah. two Avenger movies as well. Did he really? Yes, sir. And that he left because he realized it was being played out. Uh, you know, I think he almost got me tooed, and I think there was some, uh, stuff with him. He's an inappropriate guy, something, I don't know. You know how it goes in Hollywood, Mike. Yeah. If you want to make it big, you gotta, you gotta diddle the kids. Like Jimmy Kimmel. (laughs) One or two at least. That's right. At least one on camera.